He got to the top faster than King Kong. While we're panting up a flight of stairs, Saul Weiching just made history as the first Asian to win the Empire State Building run-up, scaling all 86 floors in just 10 minutes and 40 seconds. Hi, I'm Sulin. And I'm Kesso. Let's go! Hi, Weiching. Welcome to the Recess Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for being here today and taking your time out. We know you're now in Chicago, 12 hours behind, ahead of us, or is it um, behind behind us? 13 hours behind. 13 hours behind, yes. We just want to say congratulations on becoming the first Asian to win the Empire State Building run-up. Certainly, you have made Malaysia so, so proud. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for the support. <laughs> so I just want to, let's just jump right into the questions. I think most of us climb stairs on a daily basis. But when did you start training for tower running competitions? Mm, I've started training for towering competition back in 2017, April 2017, uh, while prepared for this uh, KL Tower, International Tower Town Challenge in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. So my friend challenged me for this event. And then um, I'm like, I'm a sports science graduate from University of Malaya. So then I apply what I've learned from the course and into the training. So it took me a month um, to properly train for this KL Tower uh, event because there's no existing training program on the internet. It's not like running whereby when you search uh, on the Google, you say running program for 5K. So everything will pop up. but Tower running is different because not many people are actually into tower running sport and it's relatively new. Uh, I would say relatively new uh, because there's only one year once uh, for this event in Kuala, in Malaysia because of the KL Tower, they have that event every year. And then, yeah, it took me a month uh, to prepare, print, plan for it, um, try and error because there's no any reference that I can refer to. So I have to analyze the whole sport and in terms of biomechanics, in terms of uh, nutrition, sports nutrition, and even sports psychology as well to see how I tackle the course, the competition. And then, yeah, so that's when I started training for the competition back in April 2017. And then many rates coming next after that, yeah. So like you said, you know, tower running is quite a rare sport. Not many people hear of it. You know, I did endurance running myself. I know, don't look at me now. You wouldn't believe it, right? (laughs) (laughs) So what drew you towards tower racing over like the normal sprinting or endurance competitions that we can find? It's so unique. So yeah, I was a runner. I mean, I'm still a runner. Um, I started off with running since uh, 2011 when... I was in my form five, which is 17 years old. So I joined the school cross country, all that. Uh, yeah, I do love running, uh, but then not until, uh, I mean, uh, it's not like tower running. Tower running to me is like my main thing. Uh, running nowadays to me is like a secondary thing. I still do running because they both are related in terms of uh, building the endurance for the muscles and all that. So, um, uh, I love tower running sport because tower running is such a unique sport that um, it's give, give you more challenge, more, uh, how to say, 
intense kind of level uh, in, in terms of intensity compared to running. Uh, running on the road or sprinting is like you're, you're on the flat surface, you're going horizontal. But running up the stairs, tower running is like vertical. You are against the gravity. And then not everyone can sprint up the stairs um, fast. And you don't feel the speed, to be honest, if you are. I ask you to run the 80s floor buildings compared to running a 5K on the road. So people like to feel the um, speed. So when they do the running on the road, they can, they can really run fast if they are well trained for and they can really do... Everybody can sprint for like 100 meter or 200 meter, but the speed varies. But going up the stairs is a different sport at all because you use some sort of different muscle group as well and you're against the gravity, and then there's many turns on each flight of the stairs. That's going to slow you down. So it requires some technique as well to use a handrail and all that. So um, to me, tower running sport, uh, one, one unique um, special things about tower running sport is that uh, we usually do it in like an individual flag off. So for example, you start first, then 10 seconds later, my turn, then 10 seconds later, another athlete. So we all wear a timing chip on our on our beep. There's a timing chip attached yeah. on our beep. So there's a sensor uh, at the start and sensor at the end to track our time. So it's not like when you start first, you finish first, you are the champion. No, it might not be that case. Someone from the back, they might overtook someone else and they finish it in a shorter time than you. So they will be the champion. So when we do the race, most of the race are individual flag off. When we do the run up, uh, you never know whether you are leading or not leading. There's no dashboard for you to see. Oh, okay, I'm leading for 30 seconds right now. So you have to constantly give your best at all time and finish it. And you really lie down on the floor and you give your best. So that's a special compare. I mean, the, the uniqueness of towel running compared to uh, road running. Because road running, road running, like 5K, 10K, we all start together. So when you are leading, you see, you look back, oh, okay, there's 200 meters behind the second runner. So, okay, you tend to slow down to win. Or if you see someone in, ahead of you, oh, that's about about 300 meters ahead of you and you are uh, getting to the close uh, finishing line. So you, you will tell yourself, oh, it's impossible to catch that guy. Oh, that might just slow down and win the race. Something like that. So which means you would not be able to give your best. Like, like, I mean, you see that's impossible to chase the guy ahead of you. Most of us will be like, ah, it's okay. We just slow. Uh, we just just continue cruise and finish. It's like not, you, you won't be like, okay, I'm going to sprint all out and finish it. So 90, 95% of people will just cruise and finish second, something like that. So people will not see you give your best effort. I mean, you yourself, you know, you, you didn't push hard enough. Even though there's a few seconds, you might improve the time. But most of most of people they don't do that, so they just finish. They just care for the placing. So it's very uh, how to say, time trial mode versus mass start. So I prefer something like time trial, which is what tower running does. Uh, most of the tower running race they do that. So uh, that's so special about tower running to me. Yeah, hearing you say right now, it's so strategic and it's like uh playing games with your mind too. Like, am I giving my best? I don't know uh, who's behind me, who's ahead of me and I cannot see it. Yes. It's like running yes. by faith. But so, so what races yeah, through your mind by, when... Running by yourself. Yeah. Sorry? Like what races, what races through your mind when you're huffing and panting up the stairs? Um, usually what I put on my mind is that uh, 
I know how to pace myself for the race. And I have to, I mean, usually before any big race, I study the course well. So I know how many floor and like every building is different compared. I mean, from one another, because they are so different countries. They have their own sets of architecture uh, rules in terms of building up the stairs. Some building, they have like a tall step height. Some building, they have like a short, shorter step height. But average is about 17 to 18 centimeters. So we go two steps at one time. That's about 35, 36, 34 to 36. Wow. But it's so the building in Taiwan, the Taipei 101 is like a, yeah, we all have to know all this. I mean, I'm the, how I say, numbers guy. I like to, I like yeah, to, yeah, you're not just running and like down. having a good time and trying to be the first, be the best, yeah, but you got yeah. to like do math in your mind or you're huffing yes. and panting up the stairs. Yeah, we have to uh, understand the course well. Uh, the best is if, the, if there's a video for this uh, competition that, with the best, that would be the best because some runners like an open athlete open category run they, they wear a GoPro and they run up the Empire State Building or they run up any other race so as long as you go to the I mean you can go to the YouTube or go to Google to search that video out and then that will be my bedtime story for every night for the past 30 <laughs> nights before the Empire wow. State Building so I always watch mm. that how, how the stairs looks like how many steps I, I put in in the slow motion mode so I know exactly how many steps per flight how many turns I have to do and so all on my mind, even before I race up the building. So I've been running that building on my mind for about 100 to 200 times, even before the race. Wow, wow. So wow. that's like an advantage compared to the others because others, even though they've done it before, they they done it so many, I mean, they did so many competition in a year. So they always forget, uh, they always forgot like the details about the race. At which point we have to change the staircase, all that sort of important uh, information that we need to know. So I'm very... I mean, I know the stairs very well because I've been doing this on my mind and then I analyze the whole course. I even calculate how many steps exactly to make sure um, because I use a metronome uh, on the phone, on the watch for my training. I'm not sure if you guys heard about metronome. So metronome is like a device. You can set how many beats per minute. So um, for example, the race in TM Tower is uh, 54 stories, uh, 1,296 steps. Uh, 200 meter elevation gate. So it's chop step, chop step, chop step, chop step all the way until 54 floor. It's a very constant, nice staircase. I love this kind of staircase because you can calculate everything. So I know exactly how many steps for me to finish the 54 floor building. And then I know the cost. I know the, the, the best time that I did. So then I know the cost record. So let's say I put uh, six minutes and nine seconds. That's a cost record that I did uh, two years back. Then divided. So I use the total number of steps that I need to complete the building, like because we go two steps at one time, and then the turn, how many steps we spend on the turn, and then all the way to the 54th floor. Then I use the total number of steps that I need uh, divided by six minutes and nine seconds, then I'll get the bits per minute. So for example, it, it should be around 125 bits per minute. That means at any point, I have, I have to be able to follow 125 steps um, bit per minute. I mean, one bit is like two steps for me. As long as I follow that rhythm, follow that pace that I set on the metronome, I will be able to do six minute nine seconds exactly, hundred percent sure. So these are all calculations. That is insane. It sounds like a crazy amount of work and math, and my brain has just melted, and your body is still going. Is this like your full time job? Like since two thousand seventeen, have you taken this sport up as like your full time job already? Yep. So I graduated from University of Malaya uh, on the 
in October 2018. But before that, six months before I got into my internship, uh, at that point of time, I already started full-time training. Uh, in the beginning, I used the uh, the money from PTPTN and also used the money from prize money that I won from the race to support myself. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't have like solid uh, sponsor at the beginning because I'm like a nobody there. Uh, yeah, but I try to get as many sponsorships as possible too. I mean, I do all this by myself. I got some um, gear sponsorship like ASICs at that point of time and Garmin and other products, but not cash. And so then after that, eventually I'm getting better at getting good at it. I started to, I, I won my first race in, in Chongqing. Um, that was in uh, June 2018. So I won like a 3000 ringgit Malaysia as a first prize. So running up like a 75 floor building. So then, um, so I know I'm myself getting better because I always believe that I'll be better. You just give me some time. I'm going to be there. So then I managed to get some sponsorship later on. Like for example, Malaysia airline, they sponsor me. So I get to fly with them to all the race. And then I got some sponsorship from, uh, I got sponsorship from Tenaga National Berhad. So they sponsor my entire year kind of uh, expenses. So I can do this full time. So I consider myself been doing this full time for about three years since 2018, October. That's, that's after I graduate from UM. And then, yeah, so I've been traveling around the world. Like before the pandemic in 2019, I flew 49 flights in a year. Wow. So it's like almost wow, every week. Insane. I actually go to the, I went to the airport. <laughs> so it's like it's going like, to, yeah. One flight per week. <laughs> yeah, it's like almost one flight per week. So yeah, I keep track yeah. all of the flights. I have like my flight uh, statistic as well. So I just key in all the code in there. They will just come up with the uh, flight path. So in a year, how many flights I took, all that kind of thing. So it's very interesting to see all these stats. I like to see, oh man, I've been traveling around the world for like how many loops around the earth, something like that. So fun. You, I yeah. think you, we, we have to argue that you have the best job in the world. It's like a job, a lifestyle and your passion. So I want to ask like, do you think you have like a runner's mentality? Or like when I asked you like, what races through your mind when you were running? Do you have like a certain mindset that you carry with in every race that you go to? Uh, yes, uh, I will carry the mindset of go hard or go home. Um, so it's like every time I got into a race, I will always think that this is going to be my last race. So I have to give my best. Then only you can um, dive into the flow state. You have to be present at that point of time, at that 10 minutes. Uh, nothing else matters to you. That's the race you have to do it. And that might be your last race because you know the world now filled with so many uncertainties. Things can happen. <laughs> then the next day, maybe the pandemic strike again. You never know all that. So pandemic actually taught me a lot of things. Like before this, uh, I actually have an idea already. Want to um want to sort of um travel to to I mean want to base myself overseas and train better and able to travel here and there better. But then the because I want to build the sport in Malaysia. So I founded the association, Malaysia Tower Running Association, uh, together with a group of passionate tower runners. We formed the association in Malaysia, registered under the Commission of Sports. We want to have a, every month there's a tower running race in Malaysia. We want to build the tower running community and we want to scout the talent to further continue uh, my footstep. I mean, 
travel with me together, not just me, myself, travel out for competition, but I need a group so that we can promote Malaysia to the higher level, much higher level and bring up Malaysia ranking. That's a world ranking as well for country. Malaysia is currently ranked number six in the world. So I'm number two in the world. And then we have some other uh, male athletes who are 49, 51, 59. So they are ranking in the world. So they are quite good, but then they need more opportunity to being able to travel for competition. So I'm like a pioneer in this sport. So I, and I managed to get some sponsorship. For example, Turkish Airlines, they are my sponsor right now. So every time I fly, I have to transit Istanbul and then go to other places from Istanbul. So I can, I already got like a strong connection network outside. So when the next batch runner coming in to be the next batch of tower runner, it will be much easier for them because I already paved this. I mean, I already paved the step, paved the way for them, paved the road for them. So it will be much more easy for me to bring them in and to show it to the sponsor and get them free flight as well. So that's the ultimate goal that we want to achieve. We want to get Malaysia to be number one in the world as a country ranking. But then because of the COVID strike, um, we have no choice. Uh, and I, I passed the uh, presidentship to my mentor, who is uh, Ravinder Singh. He's now the president for Malaysia Towering Association. So he's running the association right now. And nothing else we can do because we still, uh, we are not able to host any mass event. Like, I mean, more than 500 or more than 300 people event because there's still restriction under the Ministry of Youth and Sport and also uh, KKM, which is the uh, Ministry of Health. So then um, I travel abroad. I want to build the sport from the outside now. It's like I'm going to base myself in Dubai and Dubai, they have so many tall buildings. So trying to um, make some impact there, what, trying to achieve some Guinness World Records in Dubai, that's the next thing to do and still getting the permission, trying to get a permission from uh, Burj Khalifa management because that's the tallest building. If I want to attempt, achieve, attempt some Guinness World Records, it has to be a tall building. So Burj Khalifa is on my checklist to do that. So many barriers, uh, many things, uh, many obstacles, I have to go through all uh, most of the time by myself because I'm the only one doing this and I have to train myself at the same time. So many things to do, yeah. Well, speaking of world records, you've actually set another one before, back in 2020. You set the, hang on, this is a very long one. Um, the Guinness Book of World Records for the greatest vertical height stair climbing in one hour by racing up 1.3 km of stairs at the Four Seasons Hotel in Kuala Lumpur. <sighs> I should get a world record for that. But that's not the only record you've set. You have also, and this is my favorite part, right? You have also met with Sebastian Stan, and I am a huge Marvel fan. To me, that is like, I don't know about you but I feel like that's an even better record than the Guinness Book of World Records for those who are not aware Sebastian Stan is the Marvel actor who plays Bucky Barnes aka the Winter Soldier in the Marvel Cinematic Universe sorry I am fangirling right now tell us about the experience please how did it happen what was he like is he nice details spill okay so um, I'm also a Marvel fanboy. I've watched all the Marvel movies uh, since the 2008 Iron Man until even the Hulk or even the Spider-Man before that already. So I watched all the Marvel series as well. Loki, uh, the Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then Doctor Strange, I'm my favorite as well. Uh, I like uh, I like um, Winter Soldier as well. Actually, all the Marvel actors, I love it. So I, I watch their movies most of, all the time. I mean, I watch a few times some movie, like Avengers and all that. 
So um, even before the race, like a week before the race, when I was still in Dubai, I actually went, I mean, I, I scrolled the Empire State Building Instagram page. So they have a story. Then they re- repost um, Sebastian Stan's uh, post. So uh, on, on his post, he's saying he's going to do some fundraising for um, education, uh, running up the Empire State Building with his team, the Mafia Gym. So then I was like, oh, wait, he's coming to the Empire State Building right now. I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to meet him. I'm going to take a picture with him. Hopefully, I get to meet him. Like, uh, Because two years ago, there's another runner. There's another uh, how's it, uh, elite runner flag us off on the race. So I think every year, every year they have like a VIP or special celebrities to come to the race and, and flag us off for the run. So I didn't know that Sebastian said it's coming. So I prepared myself. I want to go and take a picture with him. And then... Uh, so I, I didn't see him at all uh, while we're doing our warm-up. When I do my warm-up, I keep on looking around. Is, is he here? Is he here? <laughs> I saw his teammate here. Like the mafia, I think he would just fade before I run. Here. Yeah, so I, I didn't get to see him. I didn't get mm-hmm. to see him and then I finished my warm-up and then I just head to the starting line and then we are about to go. And then when we do, uh, we, when we're about to start, I also didn't see him at all. So then I might just focus on the race first, finish the race, but I told all my friends, uh, all my American friends who were taking part, and also uh, uh, there's another Malaysian taking part in the race as well. Uh, she's based in US. So I told her about that. So everybody like, oh man, Sebastian Stan is here. So then they all know. Then I'll get them to like be my eyes around the racing area in the warm-up or in the race so that to make sure screen through uh, Sebastian Stan, is he here or not? So then they're going to text me once they see it. When they see him. So then, uh, yeah, so I finished my race and then I got back down to the prize giving ceremony at the stage uh, at the near next to the warm up area. So there's only winner can be there. So I finished all my uh, interviews and got all the picture all done. And then I checked my message, check my phone. Oh, okay, that's a message from my friend saying that, oh, Sebastian Stan is here at the warm up zone. Come, come. I was like, okay, stop him. Stop him until I come. <laughs> Don't let him go. <laughs> so then I, I quickly packed my stuff and I ran back to the warm-up zone. And I saw him like, oh man, Sebastian said, okay. Then uh, I, I, I straight away dropped my back on the wall and I quickly ran to him. And then they, are, they were chatting with their friend and they, they are having the, they're having pizza as like an after-race after race thing. So I, I went and approached him and said, hi, uh, my name is Wai Ching. I'm from Malaysia. Uh, um, like I'm, I'm so happy to meet you here. Um, and then, then I, I'm like your fans. I watch all the Marvel movie. Then he's like, oh, thank you so much. Um, uh, for supporting the MCU, all that. And then he said, uh, then he he talked to me. He's like, oh, thank you. And then uh, he introduced himself. Oh, I'm Sebastian Stan. Da da da. Then I like, okay. I <laughs> then I told him that oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Like then um, I asked him how he do in his race about the run up. I think he didn't do it. He support his friend. And then he said, you guys are so crazy running up the stairs. Then he asked, asked me about my time. Then I told him, oh, uh, I got it in 10 minutes, 40 over second. So it's actually 10 minutes, 46 seconds. Then he's like, oh, no way. That's too crazy. That's insane. He's like, my pleasure to meet you. He said like that. He's like, man. Uh, no, no, not that, not that phrase first. Then I, uh, he, he told me, he asked me, what's my ranking? Then I said, oh, I won uh-huh. the race. Then he's like, Oh man, it's so it's like it's ple- it's my pleasure to actually meet you, the winner of the Empire. Then he he got my trophy and then he showed to his friends like this guy won the race, ten minutes forty seconds, so so crazy. Then all his friends uh were like all talking about it. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, he said he wanted to take a selfie with me and he's going to tag me on Instagram. I said, oh, oh wow, oh that's my, like my pleasure <laughs> to be in your story. Then uh, he uh-huh. got my uh, Instagram name as well, Malaysia Tau Runner, Mas Tau Runner. So I told him my Instagram name and then he took a selfie, he write down and then he said, I'm going to tag you on Instagram. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> thank you so, so, so much. <laughs> he oh got like 8.4 million followers. So that's gonna help a lot. I mean, um, so 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 happy to be in his uh, IG story as well. So then I also request for some selfie, and then I got my beat number out, remove my beat number. I got him to uh, autograph like the autograph of the beat number. <laughs> yeah, so he he signed his name Sebastian Stan, and then he he wrote Winter Soldier at the bottom. <gasps> like wow, Winter Soldier! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So then uh, 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 then I'll I'll act like a. I act like Spider-Man. I say, dude, you got your medal up? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's also doing the same thing. So very, very funny. Uh, he, he's a very wow. nice guy. Very warm. So he really, I mean, um, funny, really funny. Um, not, not so serious as like a winter soldier in the in the movie, but he's so, so funny uh, outside. I mean, as a person. So that all his friends is also very nice. They're all like, okay, let's have a group picture with the champions. Like, okay, okay, okay. Then so join them for group photo. So yeah, my friend, I also helped my friend to take picture with him. Many people take picture with him on that day. I think many, many Marvel fans are around there. <laughs> so it's like, it's a pleasure to really get to meet. And then I talked to him, it's like, um, next time, probably next year, get Captain America to come and join the race. <laughs> or, or Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Come and join the race. I want to meet them. Then yeah. So yeah, hope he can convince the teammate to come and join the race. I want to meet Captain America as well and also Iron Man. <laughs> so, so fun. Yeah. So happy. Yeah, I love it. I love that you're so like just sharing every single detail, every word that the conversation that you have with him, like is plastered in your mind and just sharing here on this podcast today. I'm sure Sulin is going crazy here if you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> but our listeners is um will enjoy this so much. Um, we just want to wish you all the best. Um, next, Dubai and um with Malaysia Tower Running Association. I love that you set this up as you go higher, you lift the Malaysians up. Uh, we just want to wish you all the best. And once again, congratulations. And thank you for your time to come to the Recess Podcast to just share your experience and your story. We love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity to be here to share my story with everyone. I hope that um, everyone can be inspired by my journey to be world number one, uh, hoping that the ranking will be back and inspire everyone to actually um, dream big and then put in the effort to achieve their goal. And also they have to believe in the dream. Like I believe in myself that three years back when I started the sport, three years later, I'm going to be world number one. That's my belief. And I achieved it at one point of time uh, on the November 2019 when I touched world number one. But then it's not official. It's an unofficial world number one because the ranking update monthly. So I consider myself, I did it. And also because of the pandemic, um, the ranking froze, uh, froze now. And also, I, I managed to beat the world number one uh, before the pandemic on February in Dubai. So that's also one of the highlight because I never beat him before, like since 2017, August, when I met him in this uh, Beijing. That's my first international race. And I'm like one minute, 45 seconds behind him, one minute, 39 seconds behind him. And, until, and three years later, I managed to beat him for the first time by two seconds. So that's one of the highlights for me. And I knew that if the race continues to go on without the pandemic, 
I'll definitely be world number one already. But too bad the pandemic gonna drag all the pro, uh, all the plans into the into the future. And I don't really care about the world number one right now because I deep down my in I mean I know I'm world number one already because uh I'm there already. I already beat them and and I'm going to trying to break all the cost record in the future, like all the records in all the building. That's the next checkpoint and trying to also challenge the human limits to break many, many Guinness World Records on the stairs. So trying to promote the sport as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah, and thank you so much to all the support uh, from all over the world, all the friends and, and to my sponsor as well. Thank you. Really appreciate all the, all the support that I received throughout my um, career as a professional athlete. Yeah, you've definitely put Malaysia on the map. Um, we are so inspired today. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you next week.